Welcome to the Kickstart Your Fitness podcast, aimed at people who want to drastically improve their fitness levels through running, strength training, or any other forms, but are struggling to stay consistent because of injuries, burnout, or a lack of knowledge. This podcast is to help you gain clarity on training smarter, not harder, in order to reach your running or fitness goals. Each week, I'll cover different topics such as common false beliefs, along with hard-hitting analysis of training, nutrition, and maybe even some potential dad jokes. So with all that being said, let's dive into this next episode. Hello, and welcome back to episode four of the Kickstart Your Fitness podcast. It is great to be doing those again, and it is now the 11th of May recording this, and it's finally beginning to feel a little bit more normalized in the world. I don't want to be one of those people because I'm sure you've heard it in work and with your friends who are talking about COVID and the current situation, but it feels great to finally um, have things open back up again. And I'll finally myself as well start to, well, I've actually booked a holiday, booked a, one or two festivals and just had some more socialized plans booked. And I think for the first time, I was just saying this to my other half, I think it's the first time in like a year and a half or maybe even two years or with this since summer 2019 that I've actually had things in the diary booked. Obviously, at the minute, I've got to work a lot of things around my Ironman and it feels like a lot of my time is spent either working, you know, with my clients in a one-to-one basis or online or I'm training. So it, I think currently I'm doing four swim sessions a week, three to four swim sessions, and then I'm doing four cycles as well as three runs and if I can one or sometimes again and preferably two strength sessions as well so if I'm totally honest it's a lot of work um, for me to be doing at the minute with training and work but after the Ironman on the 4th of July I will have a little bit more of my time back to be able to dedicate to other things and social things which I'm feeling really optimistic for so that is the main thing at the minute but Today's topic is all going to be around is not losing weight, sorry, are you not losing weight because you quote unquote don't eat enough? This has been a very controversial, not even controversial, just confused topic over the uh, over the years since I've been training clients especially and a lot of people have got slightly different beliefs on this uh, but I'm going to give you mine and what I believe is obviously right because that's my opinion. So is the reason you're not losing weight actually because, like I said, you don't eat enough? I've heard this one loads over the years of personal training. I've been PT and now for coming on just over six years, that's in person. So one-to-one uh, with clients in person. I've trained hundreds of clients, if not thousands. And you may have been following a diet a while in which you initially got results, but your progress has started to slow down. And now you're thinking, is the reason my weight loss has stalled actually because I don't eat enough calories and my body is storing the calories I do eat as fat? Well, <laughs> I've talked about this in my calorie calculation, um, uh, sorry, in my seven-day kickstart your nutrition once you've been through the calorie calculator. And the problem with this is it goes against evidence of being in a calorie deficit to lose weight. If you don't know what a calorie deficit is, calorie deficit essentially just means that you're burning more calories than you consume, which is essentially weight loss 101. So let me tell you a story about a client I actually trained in 2017 and why I was actually the person in the wrong. The PT was in the wrong. Not many people would admit that, but I am. 
So let's call this client Sarah again. You know, I don't want to reveal her actual name, but Sarah came to me wanting to lose quite a considerable amount of weight. And if I'm being totally transparent, she, she had a quite a bit to lose. So I started her off as I do with pretty much every client, getting her back, uh, sorry, getting her to track her calories and started her training around, I think it was twice per week with me in the gym. So that's in person. Um, within the first 12 weeks, Sarah had actually lost over a stone of weight, which is obviously amazing, just in 12 weeks. And like I said, if I'm being told, you know, she did have quite a bit to lose. Um, so usually if someone holds quite a high percentage of body fat, they are going to lose weight a little bit quicker initially. So after this initial period, the weight loss did actually begin to stall a little bit. And like I do with pretty much every client, I looked over my fitness pal, her food diary to see what a caloric intake was. And it showed that she was consuming on average 1400 calories per day, 1400 calories per day. And at this point, Sarah had also started training with me three times per week. So she actually upped it from twice per week to get a little bit more in and hold her accountable to actually training. And I think that's the main thing with PT, not to go on off a tangent, but I was saying this to a client yesterday. I'd say about 80% of my client base is, see me purely for the accountability. You know, people don't want to know the intricacies of how to do specific exercises and go really in depth with training and nutrition. People just want the accountability to know that they're going to show up and do the work. But anyway, that's, that's a topic for another day. And anyway, like I was saying, at this point, Sarah would also start joining me three times a week, as well as apparently eating 1400 calories per day, which in my head was... <sighs> quite a bit of a struggle to understand if I'm honest of why your weight loss had stalled if she was eating 1400 calories so she ended up asking me if the reason she wasn't seeing any more progress was it because she wasn't eating enough to which I, I at the time I agreed I didn't because I, if I'm being honest I didn't know why her weight loss was stalling if she was eating 1400 calories she should have been losing weight so this led to me actually upping a target calories to 2,400 per day from the initial 2,000 calories per day to try and jumpstart up metabolism. Um, and have a guess what happened. She didn't lose any more weight. Who would have thought? And I did this because I thought that the body needed a sufficient amount of calories to continue weight loss. Otherwise, it would hold on to the calories and store them straight as fat. That was what I thought was true. This led to more weeks and months of very little progress for her, if I'm totally honest. And I then made the conscious decision to research the problem, uh, why we were having, what we were having, sorry, and why Sarah wasn't losing any more weight. The solution was actually pretty simple once I'd, once I'd done some research. She was actually underestimating her total daily calorie intake. And more likely than not, if you think you're eating quote-unquote too little calories to lose weight, it may actually be that you're not tracking your calories accurately enough. And I would probably say this is the case with 90%, even more, 95% of people who aren't losing weight and they think they're tracking a certain amount of calories, it's actually because they're massively underestimating the totally caloric, total caloric intake. The body will lose weight if in a calorie deficit. So think about this. If you were stranded on a deserted island for three months with next to no food, do you think that you would only lose a small amount of weight because your body wanted to hold on to it, to what it had had? The answer is no. You would most likely be skin and bone by the three-month mark because of the severe deprivation of calories. That's the, the analogy I always like to lose uh, use because 
if you were stranded on a deserted island with no food, no drink, you would 100% lose weight. So that's why being as accurate as you can with tracking your calories is imperative if you want to make serious progress with your weight loss goal. And like I said, most of the time, if you found like your weight loss or fat loss has stalled and you're still wanting to lose more weight, we need to do either one or two things. We need to drop your calories, so your total um, energy intake with, through food and drink, or up your activity levels. It's going to be one of the two. And if you if you think you're already on quite low calories, then the chances are you're either one, overestimating how much you're eating, or two, you're just not tracking your calories. But if you are on low calories and you don't really want to eat any less because the danger is going too low as well. Because if you go too low on calories, you're just constantly thinking about food. I've been there, trust me. And your energy levels are low. So we then need to sort of figure out what is best for you. So then we can up your activity levels to make sure that you're hitting your 10,000 steps per day, you're training three to five times a week as well, and just trying to do as much as you can to the point where you're not leading to burnout to the point where you're still making progress. So to summarize this topic of not losing weight because you don't eat enough is it's probably not true <laughs> that if you think you're not losing weight it's because you're not eating enough, you probably are eating a lot more than you think you are. I urge you to track your calories religiously if you think this is true, if you think you're eating too many calories and you're not losing weight. Track everything you put in your mouth. Everything. Because I can guarantee you're probably overspilling by like 500, even up to like, I've seen like 1,500 calories people have been underestimating, which is crazy, but it does happen. So track your calories, make sure you've been 100% accurate and just have a proper look over your total daily and weekly caloric intake to know exactly where you are and then you know where you can change it. So I hope that covered this topic. I hope you've also watched the previous three podcasts and I hope you're enjoying them up to now. I am a, you know, a beginner to these podcasts. So I think this is only the fourth episode and I do plan on carrying them on. So thank you for listening and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I'm a big believer that the fastest way to your goals is to simplify. This is why I've created the calorie calculator to give you the exact required calories and information to get you to your goal. Click the link in the description to work out your custom calories to get you to your goals and how to do it for free. Or if you'd like a kickstart in the right direction with your running and fitness by learning the key principles which have transformed my performance, click the link in the description to join the 14-day Kickstart Your Running Challenge.